Good evening and welcome back. It's been a bit. Thanksgiving and a few other things in between, but we are back. This is the Across the Tracks podcast for uh, the week before Christmas, I believe. Uh, so I'm with and I am Steve, and welcome back. Okay. And we'll see what we can we uh, discuss tonight and uh, see where we are as far as um, what's been going on since the last time we've uh, had a conversation. It's It's been right. a few weeks. It's been a couple of weeks, I believe. Yeah, it's been at least two weeks. So uh, lots going on. Um, you know, we're not probably not going to catch up on everything that's going on, but we'll hit some of the some of the top, top top things that are going on, excuse me, the top things that are going on and and get back in the groove a little bit. So good to be here. Good to be here. Good to be here. So uh, what do we got going on for this evening's uh, telecast? Well, we got episode? a few things going on. We want to uh, I think we ought to discuss uh, first off uh, the storms that ravaged our home state here this past week. A lot of destruction, devastation, uh, left a lot of folks homeless. Uh, sad situation this time of the year with Christmas right around the corner. So we want to touch on that a bit. Uh, Omicron is uh, tearing its, uh, you know, tearing its path across the country. Uh, a lot of places are slipping back into some of the the old uh, mandates from when COVID first started back in 2020. So I wanted to touch on that. Uh, the Time Magazine Person of the Year. <laughs> That's <laughs> we want to talk about that because uh, we have some views on that as well. <laughs> uh, want to talk about some military folks, Air Force that folks that were discharged because they refused to take the COVID vaccine. Uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin has made it quite clear what he expects of uh, of the military. And so the first wave, I think about 24 airmen were discharged uh, from the Air Force. So I want to touch on that a little bit. Uh, judges that uh, step in to try to save our democracy. I'm going to touch a bit on that as well. Uh, passing to talk about. Uh, R&B legend Joe Simon passed this week. And then we'll wrap up. You were on a cruise, my friend, here uh, this past week. So wanna, this is part two. You were on a cruise before. So this is another cruise uh, in the age of COVID. Yeah. So, Tell us how this one went, where you went, some highlights of that. And uh, I think that'll be our episode for this evening. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. All right. We can do that. All right. And um, I'll tell you what, let's let you get it. Let's let you kick it off here tonight. Uh, All right. I I show deference to you. All right. And then we'll uh, move forward from there. Yeah. So so I think, uh, you know, since we are native Kentuckians, I think we need to, um, you know, send out some love and, 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 and prayers and our thoughts to the to the Kentuckians who are uh, were caught up in those tornadoes that tore a path through uh, western Kentucky here last week, man, Mayfield. Bowling Green, Dawson Springs, uh, some other communities down in that part of the state, a bit away from from where we we were brought up. But uh, I think you feel the pain, you know, the fact that you know that part of Kentucky and you you see the devastation that these storms uh, wrecked on wrecked havoc on on those communities. You just like, wow, this is this is sad, and you know, people literally have nothing. And um, you know, a lot of folks are pitching in to try to help. But it was like, I mean, I had never heard of a tornado in December coming through Kentucky. Usually March, April is our is our time you know, for those storms. But you cannot people cannot say now, man, that there is no climate change. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot a lot of stuff is going on here, man, that just does not make sense when it comes to the weather patterns that we're seeing across the country. And, you know, storms that went 200 and something mile trek through the state and just literally destroyed communities. It's like, wow, this is insane. So um, we we just need to remember the folks in those communities, uh, lift them up in prayer. And, um, you know, it's tough, man, this time of the year with Christmas right around the corner. And, you know, a lot of a lot of folks died and, you know, a lot of folks injured. And I think they're still looking for some folks, um, you know, amongst the rubble of a lot of those buildings. So it's just just a sad situation, man, for uh, for folks in Kentucky, Illinois, uh, Tennessee, Arkansas, the, a lot of those communities that were hit. So your thoughts. 
Yeah, uh, it reminds me of when we were in high school until this storm, uh, when we were in high school, the largest outbreak of tornadoes took place uh, April 3rd, 1974. Yep, yep. And uh, we've recalled, I've recalled that situation where, you know, the baseball team, and I think you were running track uh, at the same time that those tornadoes hit. And it it devastated parts of uh, Meade County, you know, Brandenburg, uh, Breckenridge County, yep. went through Hardin County, and it was it was on the ground for a while too. And so I think uh, at that time that was probably the most destructive uh, tornado that the state had seen until uh, this happened here recently. And. Yeah. And who would ever thought December that there'd be tornadoes in the state of Kentucky or tornadoes in the Midwest or even right. in the South? Right. And, and, you know, sometimes hurricanes will spring uh, tornadoes, but hurricane season ended December the 1st. Right. Right. OK, so this wild climate stuff, you know, it's the day after tomorrow. It, it is. It is, okay. it is literally it's scary, man. You know, um, here we are. This is what mid-December. We have yet to have any snow here. Mm. No snow, man. And the other day, we had a, a weather pattern. We had winds, man, come through uh, certain parts of Colorado. Hundred mile an hour winds. Wow. No tornado. Just a hundred mile an hour windstorm came through. Destroyed a lot of people's, um, you know, fences, trees were toppled. Uh, I mean, it was crazy, man. You know, um, and, and people can't they need to stop denying that that there is something amiss with our climate. Sorry, you, you can't deny it anymore. Right, right, right. So, yeah, our, our prayers go out to our home state and all the uh, people that are you know, suffering and that have lost lives and property damages and so on. And, you know, we pray that uh, everything works out. I know for sure that the the president uh, went down uh, and visited yesterday. Yep. And and it's amazing that uh, for some of these states, they don't want anything to do with the federal government. You know, it's all fake news and all that kind of stuff. But when something like this happens, what's the first thing that they want? You know, that's right. FEMA, and, FEMA is always there to right. help people out. They don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican no, or independent no. or communist or whatever. You know, the job of FEMA is to go there and provide support for people. You know, yep. and 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 we know that Kentucky didn't vote for the president, nope. but he he says that you know I am the president of all people. And therefore, I'm going to visit and see what I can do, what the federal government can do to ease some of your pain and just to empathize with what some of you guys are going through. Well, it's, it's you know, you, you, you bring that up about, you know, that when disasters strike, there is no blue state, red state, this kind of foolishness going on. Um, but. One of our senators, if you recall, oh yeah, I forgot what disaster it was. Hurricane um, he Sandy. Voted, yeah, he he voted against that. Yeah, but here he is. Okay, your state's hurting, and yeah, you're you're the leader. You're you're the elected representative of the state of Kentucky. Your state is hurting, but it's hypocritical, man. When you denied other people aid, but here you are. My state needs it. You know, what I mean, that's what irritates people about our political climate right now, man. It's it's people like this. It's like, dude, you, you need to check yourself because you never know when you're going to need help and you shouldn't deny help to other people when you're an elected representative of this country and your fellow countrymen are hurting. It's your responsibility to provide them assistance when the need arises, not playing this political foolishness that a lot of these folks like to do. Right. You know, right. so... I'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Well, I tell you what. Let's let's transition to um, let's leave that alone, 
And we'll, as you mentioned, let's leave that foolishness alone by <laughs> our, that one senator. Yeah, we uh, don't want to talk about him anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's let's transition to uh, a topic that is also kind of odd, and that is, you know, each year Time Magazine comes out with a person, persons, or uh, of the year. Right. This year. They chose Elon Musk to be the person of the year. And I'll take I'll take the lead on this one because I think Time magazine, you know, sometimes they do some things that are they, they choose people that are controversial. Right. You know, in 1933, Time magazine chose Adolf Hitler as their Time magazine person of the year. Yep. And choosing Elon Musk, I don't understand why, because number one, you're glorifying somebody that doesn't pay hardly any taxes. And the only thing that he's done um, for this year was to uh, launch uh, kind of rockets up in the sub atmosphere and come back down. Now he's done that. I, I, I grant that, but making him the person of the year, you know, I, I feel that there are other people that can definitely be better representation, a better representative of being the person of the year. For example, January 6th, the officer, the Capitol uh, officer that distracted and led all those insurrectionists away from the Senate chambers could be person of the year because yep. he helped save democracy. Officer, right. officer Goodman. Yep. Okay. He took it upon himself to uh, lead those people away from, from the Senate and the house chambers and so on. Would he should he be the person of the year? He damn sure to me would be a better person of the year than Elon Musk because he's, he sacrificed himself for the good of the nation. Okay. He didn't get hurt, but he sacrificed, he could have sacrificed himself for the country. Not like the guys that came in that were only sacrificing themselves, not even sacrificing themselves, wanting to change the election outcome because of some foolishness that's been spread by the past occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, I can't think the, the young lady that uh, developed the COVID virus, uh, the, the vaccine, vaccine. the yeah. vaccine. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of her name right now. She could be the person of the year because think of there's been, 200, almost 200 million people that have in the United States that has taken that vaccine. Okay, look at the number of lives that she has uh, helped save. However, some of the foolishness that has developed saying that this vaccine is fake and whatnot, and this, they're putting computer chips in people and all, they, 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 they can be tracked and all that stuff. You know, we reached the 800,000 people died um, just this week. And yep. probably by the with with this new variant that's developed, probably by February, we may have a million Americans that's died yep. because they haven't gotten the vaccine or, you know, they haven't protected themselves and others. So Time Magazine, you can choose the person of the year, but to me, you chose the wrong person, the wrong dude. No, I, I echo those sentiments, man. Um, I think right now he's in a pissing contest with Elizabeth Warren, who called him out. I was like, dude, you hardly pay no taxes, man. I mean, you you got a lot of money. You, you, you pretend astronaut and you let other people be pretend astronauts and carrying on. I don't see how that makes you the person of the year. I mean, what is that contributing to the overall welfare society? I, 
little, in my opinion, man. Right. But you mentioned Officer Goodman. Uh, I mean, he held those people back. No weapon. <laughs> I mean, you know, he literally steered those people away uh, from the from the halls of democracy, man. I yeah, I he would be a prime candidate, in my opinion, prime candidate. As the the young lady who I can't think of her name right now, but uh, yeah, developed the vaccine. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of other people who were worthy, man, and how they came to to that that is mind boggling, mind boggling. Yep, yep. So it's their magazine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yep. we don't have we don't have to read it if we don't want to. And I, I haven't read Time magazine. I don't know when, man. I used to, you know, read it pretty regularly, you know, because they, they had some good articles in and stuff. But it's been uh, several years since I picked up a Time magazine. Right, right, right. So, you know, we can transition to the ne- to the next part. And that is kind of going back to what we discussed a little bit in, in the last little segment is democracy. And if you think about it, uh, there are some judges that could be a group of people that could be. Time magazines Absolutely. Of the year or because uh, some of these judges, unlike the Supreme Court type judges, uh, have done what they can to strike down some of these uh, laws that have been developed because of the past occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue's lies about the election outcome. Right, right. Okay. Uh, some of these <clears throat> judges, if you think about it, that has um, made sure that democracy is at least uh, one leg of a three-legged stool. Right, and right. And, and they're helping to hold democracy up by being one of those legs. Okay. Um, they've done some of them, not all of them. But they have uh, not allowed some of these foolish lawsuits to even go forward because, you know, there's no evidence of any uh, widespread election fraud. None. Right. Right. And anybody that says, oh, well, we heard this or we heard that. Or what about the, the lady that hid this? Or what about the person that did that? That's all conjecture. That's all hearsay. Okay. The fact is that every state legislator or every state secretary of state had to make sure that the elections were certified. That means they went through all the machines, they went through all the ballots and said, this is the correct, this is the correct outcome of this state election. Yep. And there's no one out there. And if anybody's out there listening, that can't prove it, you lose. There's no one that you you haven't proved it. What we have seen proved is that Joe Biden was elected president of the United States. That's a fact. Not conjecture. You know, not a rumor. You know, and all these people saying that's falling in behind their past occupant, you know, because they're sucking up to him you know, and they're just delusional. Okay, they're just delusional. Well, you know, it's 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 a, it's a, it's I'm I think it's mind-boggling, man, that um, that these are grown men and women who are cowering at the feet of a loser. I mean, this guy is a loser in every sense of the word, and these are grown-ass men and women, and they're terrified. Of this clown, man. He, he, this this dude is, he is corrupt as the day is long, and these people are sacrificing their integrity, everything, to cower to this guy. Yeah. And so, I don't know about you, man, but if, if something does not change within the leadership of our government, I, I, am, I, am, I am quite scared that democracy will fade. America will be like a lot of these, uh, the British, I'm not the British, the Roman Empire and a lot of these other great empires of the world that they self-destructed from within. And that's that's where we are, man, because we've allowed foolishness to trump sensibility and what is fact and what is true. 
We have people who literally they lie as a as a that's that's their thing every day is to get up and lie, support lies, and believe in all this nonsense, man. And that it's scary. It is yeah. scary. They they do lie as a group. They all cover the same message. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> and even when when we think about um, the um, Mark Meadows, who was texting the past occupant on the day of the insurrection, and all the and he he provides information to the you know the uh, January sixth committee. And then Bozo, you know, Cheeto Jesus, Agent <laughs> Orange says, you know, he's he, he doesn't know what he's talking about. And then he turns around and went, oh, everything that's in my book that I wrote that tells you all these things that actually happen, it's all fake. Yeah. yeah. What a coward. Yeah. Coward. You're, you're right. He, he is a coward. As are a lot of those other people who I guarantee you, man, some of the other people sitting in the chamber of the House and the Senate were implicit in what went down on January the 6th. It's going to come out. It's just a matter of time. It's going to come out. But what I want to see, I want to see the DOJ start kicking ass and taking names, man. Lock these people up, man. These these people are the elected leaders of, of the country. And they're here uh, supporting insurrection and, you know, the literally tearing down of democracy. They're supporting that. And these people are the leaders of this country. I, I, I hearken back to what AOC said. AOC said something after um, our crazy uh, representative out here in Colorado who uh, did a Christmas picture with her kids holding AK, uh, AK, uh, whatever, what's the AR-15s. And it's like, what the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) But AOC said when she called on Kevin McCarthy, like, look, when did it become not in vogue to say this is wrong? She said, my mother always told me, if if I was doing, she called me out. That is wrong. We, we've gotten too afraid to tell people this is wrong. So you've got grown ass men and women acting like kids, and no one is telling them. You know what? This is wrong. This is wrong. So well, we're on. I, I, I tell you what, Wayne. <laughs> they don't listen to anything. Listen to anybody that will tell them they're wrong. That's the problem. Because they are just going to listen to Fox News and all that mess that they've got going on over there. Yep. And, and Fox News is not squaring things with them. Nope. You know? Fox News is as bad as they are simply because they're complicit. Absolutely. Like, they read Kevin McCarthy's um, uh, text. Or is it Meadows? It was Meadows. Yeah, Mark Meadows. Yeah, yeah. Mark Meadows' text. Yep. Calling them out. Yep. Okay. And what? Calling out Fox News. Right. And three of their broadcasters uh, were were texting him and trying to get him to talk, uh, like you say, the orange Jesus, whatever you called him, (laughs) trying to get him to to shut this down, man, because you're the one who started this mess. Yeah. And so— To me, you're complicit, man. You can say whatever you want. You are complicit. They did right to hold his cowardly ass in contempt. And now the DOJ, they need to arrest his behind. They need to arrest him for being in contempt of Congress. You know, otherwise, no one's going to believe, as as, as your mom probably said it, and my mom said, and my grandmama said, these people don't believe that fat meat is greasy, man. <laughs> Absolutely. They, they don't, <laughs> don't believe fat meat is greasy. And until Merrick Garland grows a pair and like, look, dude, you were put in this position because everybody thought you were this guy. So you're the head of the DOJ. You know what is right and what's wrong. These people are basically snubbing their noses at democracy. And if and if you don't check these people now, man, we're we're toast. We're done. Well, because uh, 
who's to say you or I, we're average citizens, right? We're we're just we're just poor average citizens, man, trying to get by in this world. If you or I get served a subpoena to show up in court on a certain day, and we're like, man, I ain't coming. I'm not, I'm not I ain't showing up. Guess what? They are going to put a bench warrant out for us. The sheriff will show up at our door and arrest us because we're in contempt of the court. So why does that not apply to these other people? That's what people see, man. Well, you got the problem. One. The problem, Wayne, is, is that they make the rules. They make the rules. So, like, yeah, we as as members of the DOJ, you know, we don't want to go after these lawmakers because, you know, they won't be able to do their job. Hell, they're not doing anything anyway. Right. And if right. they if they if they do wrong, you make them accountable. That, that's and then, it. And then in the future, when somebody else tries to do the same thing, they'll know that if my ass goes to jail then I'm not going to do this foolishness. But they're so afraid to hurt congressmen's, <clears throat> excuse me, and senators' uh, feelings because uh, they are congressmen and senators. That's like that damn fool from Texas, uh, maybe it's Oklahoma, Tom Cotton. Yep. Uh, ambassadors. Yep. Okay. Uh, like five or six or seven or eight, nine ambassadors, because um, I can't think of the Democratic senator said something that wasn't pleasing for him. Yep. You know, yep. Well, yep. In, until you until you apologize right. to me because you said this about me, then I'm holding these people up because of some stupid ass rule. Right, right. Well, make another it's, damn rule. It, it's embarrassing, man. It is embarrassing to see how our, dysfunctional our government is, man. And it, and, if, and if people aren't paying attention, they need to like zero in on some of this stuff, man, because it, it's it's literally you turn on the news every day. There's something that embarrasses the hell out of you if you're paying attention and and you care about this country, man, and you you see that like pe- these people are hell bent on destroying the fabric of this country, man, and and if and if we don't check these people, and you supposedly have people in place, I you you weren't gonna get that during the previous administration. He had the DOJ in his hip pocket because his AG was doing his bidding for him, but you supposedly now have a guy who's a stand up dude who supposedly cares about the letter of the law and why they're dragging their feet on locking these idiots up. You're in contempt, man. Send the federal freaking marshals to their door, pick their asses up and send them to jail. A message has to be sent. And right now there ain't no message being sent. So people feel like, yeah, I can snub my nose at, at, at these people. They ain't going to do nothing to me. And I don't know if they're scared to hurt people's feelings. I just think people have become apathetic, man. I think they become apathetic because we've allowed this to fester for four years of foolishness. And now people feel like it's the norm that people lie and they say malicious things about people and they don't get checked. Uh, They call people bitches on the steps of the Capitol and nobody checks them. We got Gun gun violence out of control in this country, but nobody wants to do anything because they're afraid of the gun lobby. It's ridiculous what's going on in this country, man. I'm I'm sick of it. I am sick of it. And as we were talking, me and my my, my partners at the gym the other day were like, you know what? If we had the power, supposedly it's it's what is it? The government is of the people, for the people, by the, how their phrase goes. We we are the pe- we the people. We we supposed to be controlling things, right? right. <laughs> if we had the we need to get rid of all these people. Get rid of them all and put people in these positions of leadership that seriously care about the fabric of this country. They're going to stand up for the rights of everybody, whether you're black, brown, green, purple, polka dot whatever. If you are a citizen of this country, you have rights 
equally to everyone. Everyone has equal rights. None of this gerrymandering district so that you get more votes and these people can vote and all this other foolishness. Get rid of everybody that does not want to believe in that. Get a whole new crop of people that are going to do that. I wish we could do that. Yeah, but you know, going back to what, what you said, I wish we, as you said, I wish we could do that. Well, you mentioned gerrymandering. So it's never going to be fair when you have uh, one party in the minority that has the opportunity to say no to everything. Right. You, right. You have to have 60 votes, you know, in order to pass a simple bill. And it right. makes no sense whatsoever. That's nope. a rule that needs to be gotten rid of. Right. OK, right. well, we're afraid that if we're ever in the minority, then then this they could do this. Well, guess you know, what? They can. Right. But you until know, until you get rid of that rule, supposedly rule, because no one even goes by it anymore. OK, um, no one even votes on. They just say that oh, we're not going to do it. So therefore, you don't get 60 votes. So therefore, nothing's going to pass. That's right. this asinine. That's asinine. Right. And so and, we can and, never, you can never vote them out, Wayne, because right. they gerrymander. They cherry pick who is going to win the elections. Yep. And, and that's like the, the two uh, two different districts, I think, in Georgia. And both of the districts were held by two different black people. Yep. They gerrymandered that line, moved the line to put them in the same district. Yep. So yep. now, instead of having two, you're only going to have one. Right. Because right. they're going to have to fight one another in the primary. Yep. That's the kind of stuff you will never win in places like that because they feel, some people feel that we're losing America and this is what we're going to do in order for us, the minority, literally, to control things. And, and, yeah. and I mentioned this to you earlier. We need to talk about this in a future apartheid, I mean, right. in a future podcast. America right. has become, is becoming an apartheid system. Yep. I you agree. Know, Four million people in 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 South Africa control twenty two million people because yeah. they wrote laws, they did things that allow people not to have their fair shake. It just pisses me off. I don't yeah. understand why a state like South Carolina, South Carolina or Mississippi, the majority of those folks are black. How in the hell are they not controlling the legislature? Yeah, no, it's, I, don't, it's, I don't get it. Yeah, it, it's, it's because of gerrymandering. It's because yeah, folks yeah. are afraid to. Oh, I can't, I can't mess with Mister So and So. You know, he's been pretty good to my family. Well, guess what? You're always going to be under Mister So and So's hand, foot, and thumb, and he's going to have it on your neck if you don't stand up and get out there and register to vote. That's why I'm on this big kick about getting out there. And if yeah. we kick those folks out, then we can make things we can make things better for society. Well, if we if we could get these people to pass the uh, uh, what is it, the John Lewis voting voting right. act, that would eliminate a lot of these Republican legislatures making these rules, man. Right. Right. But who who doesn't want to support it? Dumbass Joe Manchin. Yeah. Dumbass Joe Manchin and Christian Cinema. It's like, what the hell are you guys doing? Why don't you just change uniforms and go join the other freaking team? You know, they, they they've always got an issue, man. And it's like their their explanations are half-assed. That's like why they don't want to support this guy. You know, and I, I, it's 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 ridiculous, man. I just wish we could like, you know, what? get rid of all these people that don't want to do anything to move this country forward. Get rid of them. Somehow I wish we could do that tomorrow. Like, you know what? These people, you're out. We're going to replace you with some people who are stand up people. They believe in the rule of law. They believe in equality for all people. They, they're going to they're going to support the creed of this country. That supposedly we live by. Supposedly we live by. They're going to support that. 
And hopefully we would see some change, man, because right now I just I don't see it. It is a scary time. And you are absolutely right. We we are headed toward South Africa. That's the problem. That's the problem, Wayne. Those are the things that we want. What you said, you know, we want people to be fair. We want people to have the same opportunity. Right. Well, those people in the minority, that's what they don't want. They don't want everybody to vote. And 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 the Republican congressmen, they say, well, if we pass this act, all they're doing is they're setting up, you know, the Democrats to run everything and they're they're going to be cheating. No, it's not called cheating. It's called equal rights, equal votes. It's called democracy. It's called called democracy. If, if, (laughs) if, If they weren't such assholes, if they weren't such uh, uh, empathetic uh, to uh, everybody that wants to make it here, okay, then they would have more people uh, voting for them. You know, and I yep. said this several times on our podcast: if we can't beat them, cheat them. Yep. yep. Okay. I mean, yep. if people are complaining that we don't have enough workers, okay, to to uh, 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 fill these jobs. Well, hell, you just turned away a bunch of Haitians. Hell, you just turned away a bunch of people that's coming across the border. Hell, they'll fill those jobs. They'll work right. for uh, right. two dollars an hour right. because they get right. the opportunity. And all these right. all these people that saying I don't have any workers, guess what? People are doing. They're turning those people away. Right. And those people right. that can come here, everybody wants to get an opportunity. They're going right. to come here. Right. And unlike us. When when someone goes through the immigration progress uh, process, they can't screw up. If they no. if they get no. a ticket, they they're kicking their right. ass out of the country. So right. guess who guess who are the people that are following the laws the most? Those people that are trying to become American That's right. citizens. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I'm I'm tired of hearing, man. These people are like, man, these people are taking our jobs. What do you really? I mean, <laughs> yeah. really? Who's taking your jobs? Nobody, because you don't want you don't want to do the work. So you know you're you you're you're denying the people who would like, yeah, I, I, I'll go out there and work in that factory. I'll do this or that because they like you say, man, they're hungry for that opportunity. And we've got these laws in place, man, that like on, only certain people can come into the country, you know, and it's I'm, I'm done, man. I'm done. I, I, I am sick of what I see. I'm sick of what I hear every day. And uh, I just wish we could just, you know, get rid of some of these people, man. So get rid of some of these people who mean this country no good. <laughs> yeah. All they care about is their interest and basically their rights trump yours. You know, I I don't give a damn about your rights as long as I'm getting what I feel I deserve. I don't give a damn if you get yours. Yeah. And if you, you know, get that, something, we're mad at that because. Right. What's, and, and what's that's mine. Yeah. And then I think that's a good point to segue is like, here we are, man, we're, we're going backwards in the, in the pandemic, man. We, we, we got, we still got dumbass people who don't want to get vaccinated. Why? Because they're right. I got a right. I got a right. Not to, not to you to tell me to put this shot in my body, but yet I have to be around you with you coughing on me and all this other foolishness. Don't I have a right to protect myself? You know, that that's where we are, man. And I think well, we, we're up to 800,000 people have died from COVID in this country. Yeah. You know, and like I think we were talking before we came on the air by February. You, you I think you we're going to hit the million mark. You know, maybe maybe before then with the way this Omicron is spreading, man. I mean, right. it, people just like I don't know why they're so dumb, man. It's stupid. You know, if if there wasn't a means to check uh, this virus, people would be crying, man. Why isn't the government doing something? Why aren't they giving us a, a pill or a shot? That That's what they would be saying. That's how stupid these people are. But yet you give them something and it's like, I'm not doing that. I'm not taking that. You can't make me. You can't make me. And what was that? There was some commercial or something like that. You know, you can't make me. I'm not going to do it because you can't. Mess. I mean, these people are ignorant as hell, man. And, <laughs> and and they're putting other people at risk because of their ignorance. Yeah. Well, they'll rather take a dewormer, dewormer 
for right. cattle, for livestock, than to get a shot. Oh, I'll right. take this pill right here, and it's going right. to, you know, hydroxychloroquine and right. ivermectin and all that kind of craziness. Right. And we, we got people, man, who are, you know, we, we talked about this, too. This is one of the, the topics. We've got people who are sacrificing their military careers because they don't want to take the vaccine. And you and I both been in the military, man. When you go to basic training, they line you up and <laughs> yep. they give you every freaking shot under the sun, man, because yep. you got to protect the force. The force has to be healthy. Right. And everybody's got to be protected. So they shoot you with every kind of vaccine there is. I don't hear I didn't hear anybody complaining, you know, when I'm not taking that. But now I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. Well, guess what? Your career is over because you disobeyed a direct order from the secretary yeah. of defense. Yeah, so yeah. I don't care. Discharge their asses. I don't care, man. This is this is ridiculous that our country is in the state that it is being the most at one of the most advanced countries in the world. And we can't get citizens to do the right thing to protect themselves and their other fellow citizens from this pandemic. It could be over. But you got lies and lies and lies about what is fact and that this shot will do ABC. People still are are deniers, man, and they're causing people to die. And uh, yeah, discharge their asses. I don't give a rat's ass. Get rid of them. <laughs> I think the Air Force got rid of twenty seven something. The like Air that. Force got rid of twenty seven airmen the other and day. And the Marines got rid of a hundred. Yeah, uh, you know what? You 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 you. That, that's part of the that's part of the package, man. The right, force right. has to be whole. And uh, yeah, when when you you remember, man, you line up down there, man. I remember going through the, the line, oh, and they had this man. gun. Yep, you know, yep. they and they, had, they shoot you in one arm. The other gun was shoot you in the it's other arm. Like, yeah. you know, they give you all these shots, times. man. And like, you didn't ask, but what's in that shot? <laughs> you no. know what I mean, really? And now we've got people stooping to the lowest level of ignorance, and it's like, come on, man. So you're going to sacrifice your military career because you're being a dumbass. And a lot of these folks claiming religious exemptions, like you never claimed any religious exemption to nothing else. Before. Before, when right. You, when you came into the military, you didn't claim any religious right, right. exemption. So it's And you got shots, same thing right. that we went through, and right. now suddenly you're doing that? Oh, please. Right. So I no, I feel no sympathy, man. None. You want to sacrifice your career? Go for it. Go for it. Um, but that that's where we are, man. We we have people who feel their rights trump the rights of their fellow citizens. Right. And until somebody performs a lobotomy on some of these people to like, look, <laughs> this pandemic is never going to end. It is never going to end, man. We're, we're going to be here next December talking yep. about the damn pandemic. You watch. Yep. yep, we will. We'll be here next December the 17th talking about the pandemic still because of dumbass people in the good old United States of America. And there are people, a friend of mine uh, we play racquetball with, he went to Kenya and Tanzania over Thanksgiving and he's like, man, people over there, man, you know, yeah, a lot of people are vaccinated, but a lot of the outlying areas, people are begging, like, look, I want to get the vaccine. So I'm like, hey, we got we got people here in the U.S. that want to ship those vaccines to these places, right. man. Right. For screw these people in America that don't want to, you know what, ship them over there. And I, I don't get it, man. I do not get it. Why we people are so asinine in this country, man. Yep, I guess. Uh, well, the the problem is, you know, the first ten amendments to the Constitution. You know, we have the right for this. We have the right for that. You know, we have the right to bear arms. You know, and and you know, maybe somewhere down the line we'll talk about the Supreme Court shooting down or supporting the Texas bill. Yep. You know about citizens, you know, able being able to sue. Uh, over abortions, well, yep. we talked about it. Well, guess what? In California, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, California is saying, hey, citizens can go out now and someone dies of gun violence or AR-15s, uh, yep. then we can yep. we can eliminate that. So yep. that's that's a different topic yep. we'll talk about later. Yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, 
the military says, you know, you're following orders. You don't want to follow the orders? Get the hell out of here. You got and I hope hope they give them general discharges. Well, they did. They they got general discharges under honorable conditions. So I'm like, okay, cool. But um, yeah, I mean, to me, like you're gonna sacrifice your career. I mean, come on, man. That but that that's where we are, man. People feel I got a right, man. I got a right, man. Screw your rights. (laughs) I got a right. I got a right to live. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I got a right to live. I I used to say, man, I was gonna create a T-shirt. I was going to create a T-shirt and my slogan on this T-shirt was going to be it just because it's your right don't mean it's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. You know, just because it's your right don't mean it's right. You know, and I'm like, yeah, I might make a T-shirt. <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah, but that that's where we are, man. Just because, yeah, we we have. What is it kind of we have inalienable inalienable rights under the Constitution, but that don't mean everything that goes on in this country is right. And that's that's where people feel like I can do any damn thing I want to do because I got a right. And it's 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 taking us to a place that is very scary right now. Very scary, man. I don't know about you. But I'm like, you know what? I just keep my ass in the house, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. You 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 can't go nowhere. Like this TikTok thing, man. You know, did you you, you heard about the TikTok thing, right? Which which one? <laughs> the one with the threats of, of shootings. It was like like every that there was a thing on TikTok that yeah. uh, take guns to school today and whatnot. Right, I right, mean, right. And yeah, I'm we like, had to, we had to deal with me, that. What is wrong with us, man? Yep. What is so a lot of the schools out here closed because you got to take the threat. You got to take every threat as a credible threat. But, you know, these these whoever did this thinks this is cute, but it's not. It is dangerous, man. And, and, and you know, people are dying. Gun violence, all kind of people are dying and people think this kind of stuff is cute. So I'm sure it was all across the country, man. This bring a bring guns to school today type foolishness, right? And right, bomb right. threats and stuff. I mean, we're 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 in a sick place, man. We're in a sick place. Yep. We'll uh, see what happens as we move forward, man. Absolutely. I 2021 is coming to a close, and 2022 is. <laughs> I mean. You know, you you want the new year to start off right, man. But this this Omicron is booming and we just got calamity in the government. And I, golly, man, I just you just like, you know what? I just keep my ass at home. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I maybe I can be safe in my house, you know. <laughs> right. Right. Go out with your vaccine card. That's it. And, yeah. and it's coming to that. It, it is literally coming to that because a lot of places are like, you know what? Uh, you need to show proof, man. You need to show proof. Yeah. And I think that's the way it should be. Yeah. You know, you, you want to come up in somewhere, show proof. And there needs to be a way to validate that what the, what you're showing is, in fact, a valid ID card. Right. You know, they got to fix that, man, because, you know, Antonio Brown, fake, fake vaccination, car food. <laughs> yeah. <Come> on, <laughs> you know, you're, you're going to sacrifice playing for, you know, the, the to me, I, I'm not I've never been a Brady fan, but I respect his body of work. This dude vouched for you, man, brought you into this team, even though the coach didn't want you on the squad. But Brady vouched for you. And this this is how you repay this guy. I mean, come on, man. We 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 need to check some of this foolishness, man. So if we get to that point, there has to be a way to validate that 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 vaccination card is, in fact, authentic and it's not forged. I don't know how we get there, but um, I would. That's what I'd like to see, man. You want to well, come you, up somewhere? Show me proof. You know, when they get that vaccine, they're putting a the computer chip in your neck. Yeah, and your that's arm. right. So that's we can right. just we can just walk through a scanner and it can scan us, you know. That's, that's right. what they that's what they got going on, you know. So there's a proof right now. You don't need a car, just just lift your right arm. <laughs> lift your right arm. <laughs> did I did not hear that Elon Musk was talking about putting a chip in people next year, some foolishness <laughs> like that. I thought I saw something. He that was one of his things for twenty twenty two or something like that, man. Oh yeah. I mean, he's got so much money, he don't know what to do with it, man. Yeah, and paying no taxes. Paying no taxes. 
No taxes. So. So. All, All right, right, brother. This has been a short one, but good one. Yeah, good oldie but a goodie, as they yes, say. Yes, sir. Yes, before, sir. Before uh, before we kick it down or ratchet down, um, one passing we want to talk about, man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And this this guy, he he was a R and B balladeer from back in our day, man. Back in the seventies, Joe Simon, man. I, Joe Simon had a lot of good hits back in the seventy seventies. Um, the choking kind, you remember, you remember that, man? Hey, yeah. And uh, the power of love, but I the the one that probably people most remember is drowning in the sea of love. Drowning in the sea of love, that's right. <laughs> you know, and uh, every time some you know balladeer R and B singer from back in the day passes, man, I get in the car, I you know, I, I I throw on some of their stuff, man, just to like, yeah, man, that was that was the jam. So today I was riding around, I put on a couple of Joe Simon tracks, man, <laughs> like, around just to pay homage, man, because he he right. was a he was a he was a good singer, had a distinct voice, and uh, like you say, man, those three was his three biggest hits. Uh, but he started uh, he started a couple of record labels. One was the Spring Record label, which he recorded a lot of those songs on. But a group that also signed to his label, the Spring Record label, was the Fatback Band. They hmm. signed to that Spring label, and they had a lot of hits on Spring Records. So, uh, rest in peace and rest in power to Joe Simon, man. He's he's a he's a classic artist from back in the day, man. Classic R and B artist. Yes, sir. And I'm sure we've, uh, you know, it's it's amazing that as we get older <laughs> and, and we're getting older daily, that all the good music that we listened to back in the day. OK, I mean, all these people that we that we've listened to, we know this was their song. Right. Our parents right. knew that this was their song. Yep. Our children knew that this was their song because they would have to listen to it as we were driving with That's them right. someplace. That's right. Today, I bet you that 60, 70% of the kids today can't name you who the artists are today because they all sound alike yeah. there's so many of them we're oversaturated yep. with these artists and back when we were coming up it was hard to even listen to these artists because you only had one radio WLOU right. and right. Uh, WIEL and yep. they would play these songs so everybody knew what the songs were whether it right. was R&B artists whether it was a country artist, whether it was a, a, a rock artist or um, uh, a jazz artist, we would know all those people because they play, had the same playlist. You know, today you don't know who the playlist is made up of because, nope. you know, anybody can get on their on their phone and create a beat and it can become part of it out there. Yeah. Uh, yep. Back in those days, everybody everybody knew who James Brown was. Black, Absolutely. Black, Asian, Hispanic, everybody knew who James Brown was. Yep. You know, uh, every everybody knew who Elvis Presley was. Okay. Absolutely. So these artists that are passing on, you know, if there are kids, they probably have heard of them. Right. But when they have kids, they're not going to be able to pass <laughs> on anything to anybody. I mean, no. all these people, they, they, they can't sing. No. Today, I, all they I, do know, is talk. Right, and then people, you know, people say people our age were haters, and I, nah, I, I don't think I'm a hater, and I don't think you're a hater or anybody who grew up in our era are haters. What we are saying is, there's good music, and then there's good music. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We had good music and it didn't matter what genre it was in and we've talked about this numerous times man we grew up listening to everything 
And you probably pass that on to your kids. I know my daughter, when I get in the car with her, man, I'm surprised I'm riding with her and a Fleetwood Mac song comes on or a Tom mm-hmm. Petty song comes on. And I'm like, right, right. okay, okay, I dig it. You you learn something, you know? And she's at she's at home listening to that, man. And she knows who those people are. She'll tell me like, hey, dad, I, I listened to, uh, I forgot who she called me about here a few months ago. She was listening to, and it was a '70s uh, artist. I had a lot of his stuff uh, on, on my uh, on my hard drive, but she found this guy, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, he was hot back in the day." You know, I remember some of his tracks. And she, I said, "What did you download?" And she she downloaded the exact song that were his hits, uh-huh. and I'm like, "Okay, that's good." So I, that's that's where I think it's going to end because, like you said, when my daughter has kids. I'm not sure, you know, she may pass on some of the stuff that I passed on to her, but that's not what's in vogue right now for this generation, man. Some people, maybe, but uh, I was uh, I was reading an article yesterday. I know we'll, we'll wrap up here in a second, but I was, I was reading an article yesterday, and it was about uh, the average white band. And the I forgot the guy's name, uh, who was the head of the, the leader of the group. And he said, man, who who is going to listen to some white guys from Scotland playing funk music? <laughs> and the guy said, man, you guys, you guys can jam. He's like, yeah, you should go for it. So they, he said, play me something. So he asked them to play something. So they played him what was going to be pick up the pieces. Yep. And they pay, played him a little bit up. And the guy said, he said, man, that that's pretty average for a white man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's how the name came to be. But that 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 group, man, they had a distinct sound. You knew an average white band song when it came on. You knew it. Yep. You knew it. And that's what I just you know, I I don't see it today, man. And I'm not a hater. I, I love music. But what I'm hearing a lot today I just can't get with it, man. I I fall back to my 70s, my 80s, and my early 90s stuff. And uh, that's, to me, that music speaks to your spirit, man, because there's stories in there and stuff like that, man. And uh, I'm not seeing a lot of storytelling these days. Yeah, there's storytelling. Stories. <laughs> yeah, there's stories. <laughs> there's stories. But not the kind that we had, man. And I, I, it's not hating. It's just there's 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 good music and there's good music. Yeah, there's quality and then there's quantity. That's right. What we have today is quantity because anybody and everybody is out there. But when we were coming up and going through our, you know, our times, uh, it was good quality music. The records, there was no digital records. Nope. It was all vinyl. And if yeah. if it didn't sound like if they didn't sound like the records they were live, people didn't go to their concerts. No, no. There you was know? no lip syncing and, no. and and all this stuff, man. And you know, it's funny, man. My when NSYNC was at their popularity, at the height of their popularity, my wife took Danny and a couple of her friends to an NSYNC show. And right in the middle of the concert, man, they left the stage and they played videos. <laughs> they played video. They got tired. Huh? I'm like, my wife's like, do you believe it? Like in the middle of the show, they played videos. I'm like, what? She said, yeah. We And they paid like 160 bucks for those tickets. And uh, they played videos like right in the middle of the show. My wife said, yeah, they left the stage and they played videos. I'm like, okay. And I, I liked NSYNC. I, I liked the Backstreet Boys. Well, that was a, you know, uh, but you would never, Rick James would never leave the stage and play a video. When the fire would never play a video and leave the stage. I mean, you went because you knew you were going to get a quality performance, man. And there's only a few people around now that I would pay to go see um, to say, yeah, I, I'll go see them. Uh, but I, I'm not a concert goer like I used to be, man. But there yeah. are a few people that I would like to see uh, because I think they put on a good show and I think they, they're trying to keep it real and, and they play instruments and that type of thing. I, I would go see a few people today, but for the most part, nah. Yeah, you know, we, we uh, right before we left to go to Florida, uh, November 14th, um, 
Spirogyra. Yes. He yes. was, uh, was uh, at the jazz kitchen here in Indianapolis, man. And we were yeah. right up front, man. They they jammed. Yeah. yeah. It was it an was awesome, awesome little concert. I mean, they, they, they played for about an hour and a half. Okay. You know, they played all their most popular things, you know. But just to... Just to see the people I've been listening to since 1977 yep. was, was pretty awesome. And I yep. had never seen them in concert before. Yeah. Know? And just to see them. And, and, and when we, we bought the tickets like in June. Okay. As, as a matter of fact, the weekend that we got back from uh, the winter. Uh, winter Park? Uh, Winter Park Jazz Festival. Yeah. That weekend, that day, I just happened to be looking online, and they're going to be at the Jazz Kitchen. So I bought two tickets that day. Nice. And man, nice. they they were they were awesome. They were yeah. awesome. Well, I think a lot of these folks, man, that you know, they're they're back out on tour, and I think if you get a chance to see them, man, if you you should go see them, man, because I we miss Spyro Gyro. Cynthia's not a big jazz person. But Spyro Gyra came through Seattle for one of their jazz festivals, um, and I missed them because uh, they sold out, and I like was late snooze, snoozing, lunching, as they say, <laughs> and missed out. But they came through Seattle one time, and I missed them. Uh, but they they were somebody I'd like to see. It's like I said, I've been listening to Spyro Gyra man since the '70s, and yeah. uh, you know yeah. they're they're a good group, man, and their sound is unique. Again, they have a unique sound. Yes, <laughs> they have a unique sound. And some of the some of the things that you think, I thought they played xylophones. Yeah, they don't. What is it? Uh, is it's, it kettle drum? It's a keyboard. Oh, okay. The keyboard makes that that sound. Wow. I'm, like, I'm okay. always thinking, man, that's a xylophone. No, it's the keyboard player. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> There's no xylophone. I'm like, man, that's wow. And so you you see the um, range that they have of that how they are how they can um, play and, and put certain tracks together. Right, how it right. makes you seems like, you know, there, there's eight, ten people that's part of this band. No, it's five people. Yep, yep. That's it. Yep. You know. So anyway, I got a, got sidetracked there. But it's all good, man. If, it's if always I can see good. To, again, I will see him again. Yeah, that's a damn shame. yeah. We 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 start talking about Mr. Simon and Simon. <laughs> ended up at Spyro Gyra and a few other things. It's all good, man. man it's all good. It's all yes, good. Well, well my, right, friend, my friend, we uh, I think this will be our uh, last broadcast before Christmas. And uh, we want to wish everyone a safe and Merry Christmas from the Across the Tracks podcast. We uh, hope you've enjoyed us for 2021, and uh, we're going to keep doing it in 2022. Are we up to 100 episodes yet? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not I think yet. This, this is 96. So 96. Yeah. Okay. Within the, next, so. within the next month or so. I think we'll get there. We may have we'll to do there. something special. Maybe we have, have to do to something break, special, absolutely. Break so, back uh, and do something, yeah. you know, maybe yeah. talk about some topics that we did before, do a do yeah. a repeat or something like that. Yeah. Do a, you know, yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, since it is the holiday season, this will be our last broadcast uh, before Christmas. Merry Christmas to everyone. Be safe. Um, if you're going to be with family, be safe. Enjoy. And um, we will see you on the flip side uh, after the Christmas holiday. I concur, my friend, and Merry Christmas to you and your family. Yes, I thank you, my you're friend. heading back to uh, our hometown this week. Yep, weekend. heading back tomorrow. Yep. Safe uh, travels to you, and uh, you know, prayers go out to you guys as you as you travel, and hope you know everybody back in E Town is is doing well. Send them. Send them our love because, you know, we love our hometown and uh, we want to just uh, uh, say that we're thinking about them. We're just not living with them. (laughs) We're not living there. We think about our hometown often. We just don't live there anymore. And uh, to all of our friends from E-Town and anybody that even uh, 
covers or listens to our podcast. Bless you. And I hope that your 2022 is awesome. Uh, Make sure that you get out there and um, vote. Encourage your senators, congressmen, or representatives to uh, share in uh, pressing for voting rights because the shenanigans that are going out there at the state level, we have to stop it. Yep, absolutely. All right. With that, like the old baseball saying, like three strikes, we're out. We're out. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the individuals and do not reflect on the official policies or positions of any government or corporation.